Hello, and welcome to the Weekly Recap. This is episode 139. I am joined by my co-hosts, Alex and Jake, this week, for the first time in like a month. We're back. We're back together. The bros are back. Let's throw down some beers, bros. Hell yeah, brother. (laughs) Hell yeah, brother. Are we uh, Hulk Hogan now? Okay, brother. And Hoganing. Yeah, I love it. Actually, um, wait, WrestleMania is a big thing this year, right? That's that's a thing. I I don't know. Isn't it always a big thing? It really is. Yeah, it's like a celebration of all things WWE. So, and Midwest culture. Yeah. Yeah, in general, I would say uh, it's it's a big deal for some people. Uh, I was very into wrestling from like eleven to fourteen years of age which was over 20 years ago at this point. Fascinating. Uh, <laughs> Truly <laughs> fascinating. <laughs> Tell us more. Uh, I honestly can't at this I, point. I, I like, I, I, that's one piece of culture that I will literally never understand. Uh, so it's kind of like, uh, uh, I don't, I don't really know what to say about it. It's, it's, it's very, um, kitschy and there's a lot of like storylines that you have to follow and things like that to really understand it. But it's not, uh, it's not a terrible thing to be invested in. I think that it's better than maybe some, some other terrible, like fake sports things that are out there. Such as soccer for one. Shut up. The XFL. <laughs> uh, yeah. The XFL for sure. The most popular uh, sport on the planet is, is fake. Yes. Okay. Yeah. One hundred percent. We think do love. We do love an American mindset. That's that's what's gotten us uh, five hundred thousand COVID deaths. So love that for us. <laughs> Truly. Um, Truly, and and forever. No, but uh, COVID is a real thing, and we should be definitely not be making jokes about it. Uh, but I I am making a joke about soccer just because I can, and I don't like soccer. Just just gonna throw that out there. Um, I can understand the reason that people get into it, but I can understand further the idea that wrestling is entertaining. So wrestling at least has like plot lines and, and more physicality than soccer. But like, what does sport, like sports don't have plot lines. Like they have like the celebrity. Oh no, you know, you're right. You're right. It's very much like a soap opera, but with sweaty dudes. Right. So I get that, but I'm saying, I'm saying that, that soccer is not nearly as soccer is not nearly as physically demanding as pro wrestling is. I will go on record and say that. Well, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that for a second. (laughs) I don't believe it it. either. I'm just fucking with you. I'm totally fucking um, with you. Can you imagine, can you imagine playing a, 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 game of soccer right now no imagine no i'd be fucking dead are you kidding me i would be dead on the ground those guys those guys run like five miles in a match it's nuts like i i can't imagine no 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 soccer players are very physically able let me let me throw that out there i'm totally fucking with you guys uh but (laughs) yeah pro wrestling is ridiculous to me that was actually that was good that was good though because you had me going there for a second (laughs) i honestly they had me in the first half they had me in the first half (laughs) I've never really been into um, like reality TV to like a, a the extent that I think a lot of people have become over the last like decade or so. 
And that's sort of what it feels like to me. You know what I mean? It's not, it's like they're putting on like a shtick and it's like, I don't really, you're more of an actor than you are personally to me. And like, I I, I can't, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it doesn't take athletic ability and physical fitness to do what they do, but it's fake. It's written. Yeah. Like that's the definition of it. It's not in any way. They, they give people a title because they feel like they need to, or they mm-hmm. like, you know, they create all these different things. It's just, it's so strange. It's acting. It's acting. No, it really is. Yeah. Um, it's have a you- very strange, like, concept. And when- culture. And there's, like, a whole culture around it, too. Yeah. It's, like, a weekly thing. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's almost like the NFL kind of thing. And there's, like, different, now there are different, like, leagues, effectively, and stuff like that, which is crazy. But, you know. We digress. No, let's no, no, we dive don't. In. Let's dive into the beer. <laughs> dive in. Let's get what into is, it. What? Uh, what are you drinking? What are you guys drinking? Oh, thanks, Jake, for asking my question. Uh, <laughs> so well, your your segues have not improved. Hey, uh, hey, hold on. Have you listened to the last couple weeks, though? You should. He's he's getting better. I'm trying. I don't think it's. I, he's not. He's not trying. I think it's just. It's just like kind of falling into place a little bit. <laughs> That's probably more accurate. Uh, so know. I have a lovely four points beer called Graphic Language. Okay, this is an imperial fruited sour. It is ten and a half percent. So, in the in the true. Uh, belief of tip a Thursday, even though this is not an IPA, I'm going to drink something above 10%. So I I haven't tried this yet. So I'm going to do it live on air. We're going to figure out how this tastes. So live on air. As we all know, podcasting is a visual medium, a visual medium. Yes. And I want you to understand and live, a live visual medium. <laughs> All right, so Famously. this beer this beer has blackberry, blueberry, raspberry, milk sugar, and vanilla in it. Um, this one is not tart at all. It's just sweet. Uh, but it has that, like, milkshake kind of, like, thickness to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm very much enjoying it. So I'm going to definitely enjoy sitting here podcasting with you fellas. Mm-hmm. I'm bummed. I'm bummed because I've already had my alcohol fill for the night. And I have to go get my COVID vaccine. Um, go get the COVID vaccine to everyone that's listening. Um, so I can't enjoy a beverage with you guys. But I did have, um, I went to a fun new place um, that I will talk about. But Jake, let's talk about what you're drinking first. And then I'll get into my story. Yes. Of the day. Um, I'd like to go off on a quick diatribe. I purchased my first four pack of sour beer for the, f- like, in the last probably year, four years, oh, uh, year ago, <clears throat> it was it was like raspberry, blueberry, and lime, like Ooh. a red sour. Sound good. Does actually sound good. It was tasty, but my god, I cannot drink more than one of those. The sugar, <laughs> the sugar, just the sugar content. It's it like it's it's like sickening. It's not like. It would be one thing if I was like out on the beach or something, kind of just like chilling with something that's you know lower in alcohol and like sweet, and you're kind of you know right 
calories in the sun type stuff, like sweating out the, the sweetness of it. But sitting in my house playing video games is not, not the ideal location to be enjoying a bunch of sours all at once. Um, I just, I, I'm, I'm off it. I'm off it. I, you know, uh, it's been so long. It's been so long for me. Oh, I would have been like, hell yeah. Like let's, let's do, you know, let's go get rounds at like strange roots or like, let's go to, let's go to Trillium and just order every fucking sour that they have. But I can't really do it anymore. Um, to transition back, I am currently drinking a beer from Fort Point Beer Company in San Francisco, California, called Galaxy Park. They're doing a single hop pale ale series. And this is what's interesting about this beer and this brewery in particular is I should have said that in the reverse order, but they sell a lot of their stuff in like six packs of can of 12 ounce cans in grocery stores and stuff like that. So it's pretty widely available, but they are craft. So it's kind of interesting how they, maybe they aren't actually, uh, I'm, I might have to fact my fact check myself on that. Um, I don't believe that they're owned by anybody bigger. Uh, but I could be wrong. Uh, either way it's, it's widely available, which I really like. So I don't have to like hunt for, you know, crazy, bottle shops and like shit to whales find. it's you know it's at every sort of like local liquor store type stuff which is great um this one is actually really good i think i'd had one of the first ones that they had um i can't remember what specific obviously galaxy park it's galaxy is the single hop used in this pale ale um pretty tasty pretty low in alcohol it's only 4.7 so you can throw back three or four of these this would be a really good beach beer mm-hmm. um I think the series in general has sort of felt that way to me and uh, I'm pretty, pretty stoked about it. I'm, uh, you know, they're, they're very consistent. I've had a bunch of their stuff probably close to 10 maybe at this point. Cause they have a bunch of different options, but they, they do all of their sales by six pack cans, which is great. Uh, and the, it's the 12 ounces too. So I don't have to, you know, I don't have to crush, you know, two 16 ounces. If I don't want to, I can do a couple of, you know, the smaller guys. That's an interesting, that's an interesting uh, point to bring up. Honestly, I think that there's, there's something to say about getting a six pack of 12 ounce cans versus a four pack. Um, And I will say I've, I I had some brew gentlemen this week. Uh, Bill, my buddy Uh. stopped out and got a couple of four packs. So I got a couple of 12 ounce truly cans of brew gentlemen. And, Uh. Every time I get a single can of one of their beers, I just feel ripped off. Shorted. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I feel like it's not enough beer, but I also right. feel like buying a four pack of it, even though it's cheaper. I understand that. I get that general Braddock's is usually like 10 bucks from the brewery for a four pack. That's great. Don't get me wrong, but that's, it's a great price. But. It is a good price, but the problem is I want two more or I want 16 ounce pounders. Like I just, I, I want a full beer to, to really appreciate what general Braddock's is. I don't think you get that from a 12 ounce beer. I, I would agree with that. It, it depends on like what style. I feel like I'm just more used to having like an easy drinking beer in that size, which is crazy. Cause you would think you would want like a smaller size and like a higher 
higher alcohol beer. So right. You wouldn't have to like pound through. Yeah, but, but I, um, I will say I had their... Uh, the we've just ex- been conditioned. No, you're right. You're right. But but I think that Brew Gentleman is trying to break the mold with it. And I don't think that they're doing it the right way. Do, do six packs. Like, if they did six packs, nobody would complain. Even if they also, were... Those four pack orders they have for those things are fucking stupid. They're obnoxious. Obnoxious. They're uh, but... But let me say this. So I had the uh, Exoplanet earlier. And, you know, the pirate. it's opening day. I'm sorry, the home opener for the Pirates today, right? And so I was like, I'm off today. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch the Pirates game. You know, we're going to hang out for a bit. We went to Dancing Gnome. We went to the Garden. And everything was fantastic. But I cracked open the Exoplanet to start the baseball game, Right. And I'm sitting there and I pour it into my 12 or my 15 ounce glass. And I'm like, it didn't even fill the glass. Like that just pisses me off. And, and it's not brew gentlemen that pisses me off. It's the fact that it's only 12 ounces because the beer is fantastic. And yeah, but it's still them. They're still doing that to you. Right. That's the thing. At the end of the day, give me 16 ounces of beer. In something that's a, that's a one-off release because they're probably not going to make exoplanet again for another year. I would say that's probably just how that goes, right? I would agree. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Impressive but they, how enjoyable it is to be able to buy six 12-ounce cans and just a, a nice, you know, easily, or, or bottles, you know, because I'm, I'm hashtag bottle gang for life. Um, as yeah. you should be, as you should There's be. Nothing quite like As we all should be. And, uh, and enjoying one after work on a Friday. Um, you know, I appreciate what these guys are doing again. If they're big beer, sorry about it. I still enjoy. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what these guys, uh, continue to do. And they're quickly turning into one of my favorite, like, uh, just like fridge beer, beer producers. You know what I mean? Uh, That's awesome. Think wild. They're not doing anything like you know, super off the wall or anything, but they make really solid stuff and stuff that I don't mind spending, you know, 13, 14 bucks for six pack of canes. So yeah. Yeah. Very, very nice. To four point. Shouts, big shouts. Well, love that for them. Yeah, no, I, I actually, the more you talk about them, the more I feel like they're kind of in that like same talk track as, like a Sam Adams or Dogfish or uh, Sierra Nevada or Victory or, you know, like the, the ones that are around all the time, even though they're not really big beer, but they have like that, not necessarily a cult following, but like the, they have the following that, that, that is just everywhere you go, you can find it, you know? And that I can appreciate because honestly, there are some days where I just want to grab a perpetual, IPA from Trogues mm. and just crush a six pack, you know? So I, I can't fault you for, for enjoying their beer that, that yes. regardless of if they are owned by somebody bigger or whatever, I get, I get the idea of having a like go-to beer, right? We've, and we've discussed that many times on this podcast, some sort of go-to beer. I, I don't have anything right now. And that's why, um, I mean, like, I don't have anything that I would get as, like, a consistent type beer. I did have a 12-pack of um, Sierra Nevada Pale, which famously I'm not, like, the biggest, biggest fan of. Um, It's, like, fine. 
it's it's not i don't know i feel like everyone at least from what you guys have said and other people have said it's like it's like a a real standard and like a you know like better than most standard and i just can't really do it but i'm glad that jake has found his consistent brewery in san jose um it's it's refreshing refreshing well and the thing is it's not just again it's just the fridge beer it's the stuff that i'm gonna always have you know it's like 805 because we always talk about how Uh, i was just thinking about that today oh my god i have have some first first thing i'm gonna do when i get to california is fucking just pound a fucking 805 it's just uh it's 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 almost unbeatable you know it's like to me again it's it's like too hard and it's like uh like nick was talking about oberon uh you know all the like standards that we love yeah uh, everywhere year round um i'm trying to fact backtrack myself uh and i can't really find any um real information do they have like an independent craft beer logo on their website uh not on the website also not on the can that i can see uh, but I'll I'll keep searching. I'll you know obviously we want to we want to push you guys toward uh, the craft players more so than big beer. Uh, but I think right now it's safe to say that these guys are are within the craft realm. Sure. Um, so Nick, you have recently are you still on vacation? No. Okay. So this was last week, I guess. Then yes. Uh, Took some time off. Enjoyed. Uh, congratulations on turning forty. It's uh, oh my god, forty years old. It's such a big like, milestone. Uh, lordy, lordy, look who's forty. It's Nick. I fucking hate you guys. I fucking hate you guys all the way to damn hell. Okay, it's, <clears throat> it's Nick's Kevin Durant year. He is thirty-five. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, Durant. so you do how? Uh, okay, so you do know how old I am? Actually, all right. That's, Nick, uh, another year older, another year closer to death, as we all are. Right. Anyway. Uh, we're so close. We're so close, though. <laughs> so, you had a chance to take a little bit of time off. What did you do? So, a lot of what I did was focused around taking time away from work. Nothing special happened. I'll be real honest. Uh, every day of the week that I was off, I did have at least something exciting to do, but not necessarily anything beer related. Although I will say, and if you guys follow along on the Instagram page, you saw my post about Cinderland's brunch on Sunday. Mm. Um, I also went to the fooder house for my birthday dinner, which was phenomenal. Um, Again, Cinderland's absolutely crushes everything they touch. Their food is just so fucking good. It's just unreal. I had uh, beef tri-tip, which is something that you don't get in our area at all. Somehow they got beef tri-tip, and it was perfect. Everything about it was phenomenal. The vegetables, the, the, the green, like everything just melded together so well. And I was just... Absolutely blown away. Uh, we went to uh, the Penguins game last Monday, and they won the last time that they won. Uh, but they, uh, yeah, it, it was a 
really crazy experience just because it's one of those things that just, I really hate COVID. <laughs> I really do. I hate the, I hate the regulations. I hate the rules. I hate wearing a mask everywhere. I, I really do. But the Penguins game was really a lot of fun because not only are you not inundated with people, right? You're not overrun with people elbowing you and trying to get past you and sitting down in the middle of a play and stuff like that. Like everybody was really respectful. There was a ton of space. I could stretch out my legs and not kick the person in front of me. Uh, it was great. I had a blast. I also had a really shitty time spending 20 goddamn dollars on a Labatt blue 24 ounce beer. So there, there's a give and take, right? You have to buy food to get a beer. Fuck Pennsylvania. Uh, fuck Tom Wolf. You know, the, the whole thing down the line. But now, today, let's say three days ago, right? Sunday was Easter. Everything was closed, right? Literally top to bottom, everything in this state was closed for Easter. But starting that day, you were able to buy a beer without food. So... We've had a couple of experiences this week going out, getting into the world, getting back to uh, kind of a experience that you're more used to going into these places. So like my last day of vacation was Monday, right? And I went out to dinner with a friend of mine and I sat there at Mad Max and I ordered a beer without being forced to order a meal first. And that was probably the coolest thing that I've had to do in the past year was like, yeah, give me a fucking beer. I don't care if you bring me any food, fuck that food, you know? So that was, I, I mean, this, this whole reopening of Pennsylvania. And I hate to say it that way. I hate normalcy. I hate this getting back to normal bullshit. No, everything about this has changed the, the entire world fundamentally. So what I'm saying is I really enjoyed myself this week being that I, I wasn't restricted by some stupid ass government employee telling me how to live my life. Fuck them kids. <laughs> so, uh, very exciting. Um, I think, I think that I honestly expected you to do more craft beer related. I know that you were probably drinking craft beer for the, the duration, but, um, you know, I was, I was sort of expecting like an Ohio trip, York trip, uh, a Virginia trip or a Maryland trip. And that would have been great. Um, honestly, that would have been my ideal vacation. But the problem with that is uh, this, this past week is Sarah's busiest week of the year. So my wife works in healthcare. They have to submit all these things this first week of April. And, so basically I was like off the grid. Like we couldn't go anywhere. She had to be on call basically if there were any problems. So the idea of me traveling at all during that week was like, uh -uh, not happening. So the, the fact that we made the most of it and, and Sarah did take a couple of days off to hang out with me. And, you know, like we just did, did the damn thing. Like we woke up early, we started drinking at noon, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like it just had a fun time, you know, but it was all local. It was very safe. It was very controlled. It was not a go to Richmond, Virginia and hit 17 breweries in a weekend type of thing. So that's something that uh, we'll probably get into this summer once we're both vaccinated. Uh, I am half vaccinated. She is fully vaccinated. So we're definitely going to be expanding our craft brewery experiences and we're going to get out there. We're going to do the damn thing. 
Fuck yeah. Uh, love to hear that. Love to hear that Pennsylvania is finally reopening. We uh, out here on the West Coast have sort of started transitioning closer to, uh, you know, reopening fully. It's a lot easier here than it has been for the last couple of months to, like, eat outside and stuff. So I don't, I don't think that they feel pressured to, like, start letting people indoors. Sure. But I think that they're doing some kind of limited capacity indoors in certain places. I, I've gone to restaurants where I could sit down and have a beer. and They have, like, the door open and stuff like that. But, like, you can, you know, I don't know what the rules are. I haven't really been following, honestly. I'm kind of just doing the same shit I've been doing for the last year and kind of just, like, vibing out, uh, not really going out, doing a whole lot. Also, because I have no friends here and because I'm alone majority of the time, I don't feel the need to go out to restaurants because, like, am I going to sit there by myself and drink, like, four beers? Mm -hmm. Honestly, maybe, but I could just do that at home. (laughs) And play PS4, yeah. PS5, but yes. Um, Pretty much, yeah, that's, like, the majority of what I've been doing. You know, I'll come home. uh, I enjoy two alcoholic beverages. I play video games until I fall asleep. And, uh... I keep falling asleep on my couch and my back is killing me. But I have had a bunch of sort of like thoughts of let's go. I'm going to take a trip. I'm going to go, you know, drive up to San Francisco or down to Monterey and like get some, get some good craft beer. And I think that like we are really starting to get into the time here uh, over the next couple of weeks. I think it's supposed to warm up pretty significantly in California, like into the seventies and eighties, which it has been over the last couple of weeks, but I, um, have been spending a lot of my time golfing, which if you've ever been to a golf course, they don't really serve craft beer. Um, sure, sure. So it, it hasn't been super easy. Uh, I need to kind of force myself or like, or, or make it a point of uh, emphasis to get out and try some more craft beer. I've been going to fer- uh, Narrative Fermentation in San Jose for the last few weeks here since I found out about it. And they make some really great stuff. That was the, the sour that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I bought was from them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that it's really going to get to a point where summer I'm going to try to be spending more time outside and just like really enjoy the area that I'm in because it's a beautiful area, right? Until, you know, fire season hits and then everything is torched and it smells like smoke everywhere. But I'm really just looking forward to finally getting out. I have uh, a friend coming to visit a couple of weeks from now. Hopefully we can get out to some places, kind of, you know, drive around, see, you know, it's, I don't think it's going to be one of those like, yo, let's just hit like 15 craft breweries trips kind of thing. But, you know, it's always, it's always in the back of my mind or the side of my mind or the front of my mind. Yo, can I get a good beer somewhere? Because that's what we love to do. Yeah. No, you're right. Alex, uh, I understand that you have recently found a a new craft brewery that you... Oh, T. Yeah. Actually, T. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. So, today, of all days, of all days, today, April, is it the 8th? 8th, yes. Today, April 8th. I had like a a very weird day at work like it wasn't that like work was bad but 
Um, it was, I don't know. It was just weird. It was, it was strange. Um, and I was like, I feel like I need to like do something for me after work. So I went to the dollar store and I bought a bunch of shit at the dollar store, which is honestly a form of therapy. I believe all good it's stories start cheap. at the dollar store. So it's very cheap. It's a very cheap <laughs> therapy. That's for sure. <laughs> if you compare it to my insurance. So went there, picked up some shit. Then I went to this place for the first time. So this place that I'm about to talk about is, is a, is a wild place is a, is a, a strange place. <laughs> so I went a couple weeks ago to this, to this brewery. It's called Mastic Trail Brewing. Brew, brewing, brewing company. I don't brewing. Brewery. Brewering. 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 Yeah, so essentially what had happened was <laughs> went to this place and they were open. And I was like, oh, lit tea. Um, so, you know, me being me, you know, I was like, why don't we fuck it up? Like, let's just like fuck it up. You know, like on a, on a, on a Thursday in, so in, the, in the spring. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like 80 degrees. There it's are like some outdoor degrees. activities that you can partake in when exactly. it's 80 degrees. For sure. Correct. Yeah. So I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. So went to this place. It is a, it's a Caribbean themed brewery, which I know what you're thinking. Like, I know, I know I can read your mind. <laughs> I know what you're thinking like that's fucking cool as hell. And it, yes, it is. <laughs> and it was. And I was just pure vibing, like pure vibing. I was the only one there, or at least the only one that was like in the area, I guess. So, so anyway, let's get into what this place actually is. So it's an old Moose Lodge in Shaler, Shaler Township, um, one of the suburbs of Pittsburgh. So for those of us that do not understand what a Moose Lodge is, a Moose Lodge is a place where a bunch of old dudes used to drink for super cheap, right? Basically, it's a it's a bar. It's a VFW, yeah. but for non for non veterans. Yeah, that's kind of what it's it is. It's basically like some guy's basement where they sell beers for like $2 a beer. Right. And but so this brewery honestly, moved into yeah. this place, right? And and so they're they're Correct. they're trying to upscale it. They're trying to uh, gentrify as it were. Um, it's not even really gentrifying. I think it's just like, <laughs> I, I don't know. No, they're repurposing is what it is that I, I think that's really that's what, it exactly what it is. So, yeah. but yeah, so this moose lodge used to be like a, a bar where a bunch of dudes would hang out and they would talk about their ideas and blah, blah, blah. Just whatever. a bunch of fucking dudes. Just, just a bunch of dudes. Uh, <laughs> a full sausage party. <laughs> so anyway, Mastic Blank. trail, Mastic trail brewing is, where you went today, right? And they're right. in Shaler yes. Township, so continue. They are. Yeah, so um, so I just, like, walked in, and they were open. They're open, I believe, Thursday through Sunday. Yep. Currently. Um, they have a full kitchen. They have several areas. They have a bunch of um, pinball machines. Um, 
they have bands, I think, every night they're open, is what the the bartender was saying, which is insane. Um, it's like a big it's a big spot because it was like a gathering hall. Like people would have like parties and like receptions and shit, like at this place. Yeah. So there's a lot of space. Um ton of parking too, which is which is always lovely. Um, not having to wonder where where the hell you're gonna park. But um I walked in, it's um it's it's just truly insane. So it's like you walked into like a bar at like in like fucking like Ocean City or something like that. Like it's like so it's like so over the top like beach themed or like I don't know. It's just it's it's wild. They have like they have like fucking um what's that? What's that one nature documentary? Planet Earth. They have like fucking sea creature planet earth like playing on the wall they have all of these like every chair they have is like rattan like very much like beach themed um and i was like what is this place like what the hell is going on what is going on in here so i ordered a beer i got you know just a standard like hazy ipa which was not hazy so i feel like the one thing like people who get into this like early or like I don't know. So, like people, people don't know how to like make like a, if you're going to, so people don't really know how to make a, an IPA, like a hazy IPA, which is fine. Like you don't have to make a hazy IPA, but like if you're going to make an IPA and it's not hazy, like don't call it that. Like that's like something I'm like, what, what are we doing here? What's, what's the, the jig is up. Like I, I, I see what this is and it's not a hazy IPA. Yeah. It's that's good. It's just not a hazy. Yeah. Like, that's disappointing. Um, if, if it's not actually a hazy IPA, then don't call it one. I, I fully agree with you there. But I don't know. So I, I don't know much. I mean, neither, like none of us really understand like brewing in general. Like it, it's possible that like maybe these people are like actually making it the way other things are made. It's just not turning out hazy, but like yeah, what's the opaqueness scale that determines what's hazy. Yeah. That's you know what, what I, see, like that's what I want to know. If you have astigmatism, like chances are everything. <laughs> exactly. Let's talk about it. Get into it. AccuView, AccuView Oasis for astigmatism. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, so yeah, like that's one of the things I'm like, what is going on? Like, what are the what are the rules? I know there's no rules. It doesn't really matter. But like, if I get something and it's like almost fully clear, like don't, I, I'm like, this isn't a hazy IPA. And then you get into that situation where you comment on it on on like untapped or something and someone calls you out like Sarah did that one time. <laughs> but um but no, so I had that and then that so that wasn't even like the like that was fine, whatever, blah blah blah. Had some empanadas, they were fine. Nick said that, that he's heard the food is very good. I, I don't I, I I can't say for sure. The empanadas were fine. They were not as good as the the food truck we had at dancing on the one day because that shit was like hot fire. Like I want that every day of my life. But um I so I had the food and then I had one more beer. I did a um a Belgian wit that they had, which was so good. Like so so good. Like I hate that people feel like they need to do like an IPA because like that's just like in vogue and shit like that right now. Well, it's what sells like, for sure, but Right. So it it sounds like so they have a couple Belgian wits in it and it's 
they were talking about how the brewery, the brewer really likes them. And it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, do what you love. Like stick to your, like stick to your guns. Like, just like, you don't need to like fucking whatever. So that I really, really liked. Um, we'll definitely be back. It's a huge space. Like I didn't feel like uncomfortable being there. It wasn't like a closet. There's like, there's like too much space. Like there's so much space. And apparently they've been very busy. And I talked to dad about it. And he said, we should go for like mom's birthday or something like that. Which I thought was so, so I will be back. I, um, I love Like I, I was saying it's like, it's super kitschy. Like it's, it's very much like a, it's like a novelty kind of thing, but they have like a, they have a full bar and they have like standard beers as well. So like, I can see like many, many people being attracted to this place. So it's almost like, I, I hope that they are successful. It seems like they have like a good recipe and like they paid for all of the, the permits to have all the different kinds of alcohol. They have a ton of taps. So, uh, I'm excited to go back and try again and try like a a full meal. So, all right, well, let me ask you the real question. Let me ask you the real question then though. How was the service? How was, how was the experience? Uh, it was fine. I mean, the bartender was, I, she was mostly like cleaning. I wasn't really engaged. Like I, I was going to start asking her questions. I did. I asked her like a couple questions, but nothing like crazy. Um, so I, I can't really make a judgment call on that right now, but I, um, I would go back. It's the, everyone seemed cool. That's about all I have to say on that, on that front. So good deal. But, um, I don't know. How do you guys feel about like, it, it seemed like it was like a fucking Margaritaville themed like bar restaurant, which was like funny to me. Like, how how do we feel about those? Like, so for normal everyday use, like not like on vacation. Like, do you, how do you feel about people doing that in real, like just like normal suburban like Pittsburgh? I'm gonna say, or in uh, general, I have an opinion, and my opinion is if you lean into it and fully just commit then I'm good with it. You know, I, I feel like that's, that's a place that you maybe not, you maybe don't go there for your regular Friday night hang, but it's a place that you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm feeling kind of like this vibe tonight and I want to go there, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with that. Um, but I also think that you really need to go full on with it. You know, give us, uh, uh, yeah, you give us some, Give us some yeah. Caribbean style beers. Give us some like uh you know, like a uh an amber ale like or something, you know, steel like drum, steel drums for sure. Yes. Yeah, give me a steel drum band on a Saturday night. Like just like something incredibly over the top to really sell the place to me, and I'm in. Like I, I just I feel like that's kind of the the market that that kind of falls in, but at the same time, like if they have great food. And if it's a, if it's a food that I like, then I'm going to go there probably like once every two weeks or, or pick up food or, you know, like take beers home and, and get food to go or something like that. Like that, that sounds to me like it would be a place that I would definitely frequent. Honestly, like for me, I can see myself like making that a normal spot because it's in between my um, place of employment and my apartment. And it's like, it's very easy to get to everything's like pretty accessible. It is, it is kind of expensive. Like the beers were all like $8 a pint, which is, which is steep. Yeah. That's, that's a bit pricey, but I I can also see if it's like starting out, you know, that kind of thing, but like not for nothing, 
like it, it is kind of expensive. Um, and the food's a little bit expensive. So it's like, maybe not, you know, it, maybe it won't be my like absolute like go to, but, um, yeah, no, I thought it was cool. And they definitely do lean into the whole, like, like it, it it's like stupid, but like, it, I think it's well done. Like, I think it's a well done, like kind of thing. Like it's, it, and honestly, like places around here, I think a lot of people, in this area are used to like going on like those beach vacations and shit. So anything that like sort of reminds people of that, I think is like ace, like hidden Harbor is like, they do really well. And, um, what else is there? Like Tiki bar on the South side. Like people just like love that shit. It's like such a specific, like niche interest for people. It's not even really niche. It's like, it's it's like very broad but i i think just like accessible for a lot of people that whole like oh being on a beach like oh my god like the snow like the snow's so bad like i want to be at a beach like let's go to that like let's go to the caribbean like fucking brewery no matter how much it costs shit like that but yeah but yeah i mean all in all i would say like if i was going to give it a rating out of like 10 i would say it's definitely like a seven for sure i think i had a, had a fun had a good time so i will definitely be back so cool. shout out to them go go and support your local shit everyone no that's so great that's i i actually really like hearing that because honestly um i've heard of them and i know uh ryan from fueled by hops talks about them a lot so that's something that uh i definitely need to get there at some point it's fascinating. Yeah, it's 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 really crazy. I wanted to like ask about the history, but I think the bartender was like pretty new and she probably wouldn't have known that much anyway. And also it, it kinda gives me the vibe of like a normal, like everyday bar. So I don't think the people that like work there are really maybe involved in the whole like craft beer like start like this is started in someone's like basement kind of thing. It's more of just like a you know, like bar restaurant thing for these people so which i mean isn't isn't a bad thing but yeah yeah that's um that was my story from today anyone else want to jump in here jake i thought you had something to say no unfortunately i don't have much to add um the common refrain from this podcast has been support local and that just sounds like a great great local place it's really trying to kind of build from the bottom up uh, really create a solid base with good food, good beer, good ambiance, and people. really can't go wrong with that. Great um, food, fast carts, wild times. Honestly, you can't go wrong. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> holy trinity. <laughs> I appreciate but, um, Yeah, I mean, I, I have yet to really find a lot of the types of out here. Um, it seems like a lot of the places that I've been to on the West Coast are like very well established. I'm not sure that I've been to like a new brewery. It's crazy how, how like frequently new breweries pop up on the East coast, but not really so much on the West coast, at least from what I can tell. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it is expensive around here to, to really do anything. And, and I'd imagine, uh, you know, restaurants and bars are kind of included and breweries are included in that, but You'd think that people would, would try to take a, a, a stab at it because, you know, now, well, maybe not right now, but, you know, prior to the whole COVID situation, 
craft beer has been, you know, flourishing for the last half. I think it still is. Like, it's just, it seems like even more of a risk now because of all of the, you have to be good at like doing online sales. You have to be good at like training people on how to, how to be COVID conscious and shit like that. Like, you can't just like throw something together and, and put it together overnight. But I mean, these people are smart. These people are creative. They know, they know how to do this stuff. It's really not, I guess it's really not that hard. So, well, I mean, starting a business is hard, but I'm saying like keeping up with like COVID restrictions. Like, it's good for the established breweries, right? Because they, you know, they already know sort of what their wheelhouse is and they, what they are good at, what they can improve at. And, sort of just gives them a new avenue to kind of, you know, reach out to customers and kind of figure things out. I mean, hopefully a lot of these survive in the end. We sort of talked about it, um, you know, how we're we're really hoping that as many places as possible can stay open because that's what we like to do. That's what we enjoy and and you know, we want everybody to be successful. And that's really everybody in the craft industry wants everybody else to be successful. I mean, I've never really seen competition uh you know as you would traditionally see with you know big companies that are trying to sell you on things more than a a competitor you know it's it 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 really is like a family in a lot of ways and fingers crossed that we can have as many places survive as as like yeah yeah i i agree um one of the places that popped up on the uh, getting ready to go scale this week is uh, Necromancer. They they finally got their um, tanks and brew kit installed this past week. So I have a feeling that uh, they're going to be opening sooner rather than later. Hopefully by the end of the month, they're going to have some brews to go and, and stuff like that. But again, you're right. It, it's one of those things where everybody is kind of playing that game of like, even if you are opening, even if you're ready to go and you have the, the people in place and you're, you're starting to get the product ready and all that, the pandemic has really fucked a lot of like the, uh, even like shipping and supply chain, supply chain stuff. Yeah. Like, like getting your parts in and stuff like that. Like, so, so seeing that these people are still grinding it out and still trying to to push forward with their plans and stuff like that is really, really intense because a lot of it is just waiting around for something to happen. And now that it's happening, I'm, I'm pumped. Like, I'm really excited to see what Necromancer brings to the table. I'm really excited to see what the next big brewery is like uh, old thunder have has like tables out front and stuff like that now. And they're, they're all gearing up to expand their customer experience, right? Like most of these places are to go only. Right. And I mean, uh hitchhiker is opening this weekend for full on like sit down service, drinking beers on site, food trucks, you know, that kind of thing. And that's something that is was taken for granted, let's say, 18 months ago or mm-hmm. two years ago or whatever. But now it's like this is a blessing to be able to even do that. Like there's no reason for waiting around now. Like everybody has to kind of just go and go and keep going and like let's open the tap room. Let's get the outdoor area set up. Let's, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And 
you still have to be safe about it, right? Like the, the COVID is still going on. Like this stuff is still happening. Like people are still dying from it. There's still sickness out there. Like this is something that has to be taken seriously, but you also have to concern your business with driving more product, driving more uh, sales, more people being in the business, that kind of thing. So this is a real tough time. And this is really the, uh, the sink or swim kind of area because we're getting back to being able to support people being there. And now we're seeing, okay, how do we flex to do this? How do we, how do we, you know, fight to make sure that our business survives versus somebody else. But at the same time, you don't see people taking over and like forcing people out of the business. You see like breweries working together. There's a lot of collabs happening. There's a lot of um, even like cross state lines. There's, there's all kinds of stuff that's going on. Like I've seen a lot of recently, I've seen a lot of uh, like beers that have popped up that are collaborations or trade-offs like, Oh, we'll send you our recipe. You make the beer. And we talked about this probably six, eight months ago, right? Uh, one of the first ones to do it was, um, was it Trillium in the Vale? I think did like a swap where each of them brewed like their own beer and other half, I think was involved maybe like that kind of thing. Like that stuff is popping up more and more frequently. And you're seeing a lot of like virtual collabs and stuff like that. Like, like uh, Equilibrium. Equilibrium is one of my favorite breweries out there. And they're doing a lot of these like virtual collabs where, they're sitting down on zoom with other breweries and they're talking about how we do this recipe. How do we, you know, okay, this is the recipe we have for this beer. What's the recipe you have for that beer. Let's, let's make this, you know, something that we can kind of release together and that kind of thing. So there's a lot of uh, community still, even though there is competition and like fighting tooth and nail to get out there and, and being a part of it. So you see a lot of this stuff happening, but also, we're also we're we're kind of getting back to the the roots of the community too. Like you're 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 pulling in people that are local to you. Um, one that always, uh, I mean, we've been talking about these guys for probably the last month, month and a half. Uh, Trace, right? They've been doing some really exciting stuff. They've opened up their fooder uh, tank. They're doing uh, live or uh, wild fermentation stuff, like. This type of stuff is exciting because you're really focusing on the brewing aspect of it. You're you're focusing you're focusing on this stuff that is not necessarily what the consumer needs to see, but it's what the brewery needs to see and what what you can push your product to the next level with, right? So there's there's a lot that's that's going on that is really driving this getting back to the consumer, like, like getting back to, uh, like focusing on what product you're putting out. Right. I, I have a question I want to pose to both of you that I was just thinking of when you were talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Do fire you, away. We think that there is a future where people or at least, at least for maybe like a short time, I'm not saying like this is going to be the thing moving forward. But do we think that there is a possibility that people are going to start doing like the big line thing again and like just wanting to vibe with other people in line because of all of this? Okay. So, uh, what I want to have happen and what I think will actually happen are two different things. Sure. 
I want it to get back to sharing beers with strangers, right? I want it to be showing up three hours before the brewery opens <laughs> and, and splitting beers and fist bumping and, you know, all that good stuff. Getting breakfast while sitting in line because <laughs> yes, there's exactly. more hours of waiting. Yeah. But we've been there. But I also think that realistically, mm-hmm. a lot of the hype for craft beer has kind of dissipated at this point. Yeah, at because, least in this area. I guess we can't really say for sure in other areas. Like, there's always going to be growth. Yeah, but but also like uh, so perfect example, um, Voodoo, right? They do the the barrel room collection, right? Every couple weeks, they it seems they're posting an email that says, "Hey, sign up for our barrel room collection release, and if you get selected, then show up at the brewery and pick it up." I feel like that has changed permanently. I feel like that's just how they're going to do it from now on because before it was 4 p.m. on a random Wednesday, they would post on their Instagram and say, hey, we have this available. Get to our tap room right the fuck now. And people would all just flock there. People would call off work sick. They'd say, oh, yeah, I was taking a lunch. Hold on. Let me get, you know, get down there and pick it up like that kind of thing. I don't think that's going to come back, but I do think that at some point there's going to be a, a, like a beer share or like a, a line camaraderie that's going to come back. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about you? Jake, what do you think about the, uh, the line culture or the, the share culture? Former, former line waiting artist, formerly known as, I was saying, do you think it's, I don't know if you heard it. I I think that it's something that will come back. No doubt. Once everything gets to a point where everybody feels safe, masks are no longer required. We start getting into the yearly cycle of getting vaccines, presumably. And because it's just, it's just one of those things. I think like everybody, I mean, not to get like, bad philosophical on you here but it's like we everybody just needs human interaction you know what i mean that's like the one thing that everybody is missing especially me because i've been spending a lot of time by myself for the last couple of years here is like i just i want to be around people i like as much as I, you know people like shit on other people and they're like oh i want to stay inside for like you know, like, oh, this is, like, perfect for me because, like, I never want to do anything, blah, 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 Because I'm such an introvert. Like, fuck like off. you you want to be out among people that you like, at, at least people that you like, if not, you know, I, I can understand not wanting to be around complete strangers all the time, but, like, it's, like, half the fun of going to a brewery is, is experiencing the culture around it and, like, being around people that are all there for, like, a common interest. Well, and I will say, uh, I, I fully understand if someone is an introvert and, and someone doesn't want to be around a shitload of people, but like you're saying, it, it's one of those things where like you kind of crave that interaction. You crave that kind of uh, like FaceTime with other people, right? Even if it is just a bartender and you're asking for a beer, like there's, there's a, there's a point where it comes to, 
just getting out and socializing with one other person, even if it is just your significant other and you're taking them on a date or like that kind of thing, like you have a waiter that shows up or a, a you know, a, a manager that checks in on your table, like that kind of thing. Like even the most introverted person who maybe doesn't leave their house, right? Like there's some sort of need for other interaction, right? Yeah. I, I really just, I, I think back to the time that, you know, Alex and I spent in college and, and, you know, I'm sure that you can look back as well, Nick, like at, at that time, like what, some of the best times I ever had were like with random people in bars late night, just getting completely, shit face drunk <laughs> and just having a good ass time, never remembering anybody's name and just kind of like going about your day the next day. But it's just, it's fun to be out around people. I, I mean, personally for me, it is. and I hate, I hate the feeling of like, Oh, we need to stay. We need to stay six feet apart. Like I'm, I'm like definitely one of those people who like, who loves to like shake people's hands and like dap people up and like give hugs and stuff like that. Like I never thought that I'd really say that, but having not done that in so long, it, like it makes you miss it. Not, not in like a weird way, but it's just like, I can't wait to just be able to walk up to somebody and even like at work and stuff like that, I'll introduce myself to people and you have to do like the, Oh, look, so I'm not going to, I'm going to like do like a, a, you know, fist bump or something like that. Oh yeah. my God. No. Talk about the elbow, elbow, like taps. No. Oh yeah. Forget it. I, if it. I, did, I don't want to have to go through the, like the awkward, like, Oh, what are we going to do? Are we going to like do the thing, whatever. Um, you know, I like, I like meeting people and like, like giving, like a, giving them a handshake. Like, Hey, I'm like, it's good to meet you. You know what I mean? Or, or, I love meeting people and giving them a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, a little rub and tug never. Hurt. Honestly, a little OTP HJ. Come on. <laughs> who's, who's turning that down? <laughs> Uh, I, I do, I do appreciate the, uh, OTP HJ. Um, but the, what I, what I mean to say is in my profession, right. I am customer facing. And if somebody offers me their hand to shake it, even during the pandemic, I'm going to shake that hand. Like that's ignorant. If you don't like it, it really is. I, at the end of the day, I'm sorry. If somebody is offering their hand to you, then you take that hand, you shake it, and then you immediately run to the sanitization center and you scrub your hands to death until they bleed and you get that shit off of you. But whatever. At the end of the day, humans are still humans and they require interaction. I think that that really just, and you, you capped it off perfectly there. Uh, it's something that I look forward to getting back to. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so... As we come to the end of another episode of the Weekly Recap, Jake and Alex, I appreciate you guys both coming on, both talking some mm-hmm. shit with me, drinking some beers, having a good time. Uh, Shooting the shit's nap. Does anybody have anything that they're looking forward to in the next week, two weeks, three weeks, whatever? One thing I'm going to bring up first, because I don't want you guys to steal my thunder. Uh, we are going to be on the Fueled by Hops podcast on April 25th, okay? Now, that one will probably be released a couple weeks later in May, but we're going to get together with Scottro and Ryan, and we're going to have a good time. We're going to have a podcast mind meld. We're going to have a great 
conversation. We're going to have a lot of interesting things to talk about, I'm sure. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, quote, unquote. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just going to be a lot of bullshit. But that one is going to be super fun. Look out for it. Also, if you haven't heard yet, tomorrow, April 9th, Ryan is releasing his newest line of merch. It is the Fueled by Hops Cornhole Boards. Mm. Okay. Very, very much so. Again, use our affiliate code, the weekly recap, all lowercase, all one word, no dash, to get 20% off your entire order in the shop.fueledbyhops.com store. Online. Uh, I, you know, I feel obligated to say, have you ever wanted to pay 80% for 100% of stuff? Use our code. The weekly recap, all lowercase, no spaces, no dashes. This could be you. <laughs> this could be you, but you playing. This could be you, but you're playing with yourself. And right. giving yourself an OTPH. Your fellow man, an OTPH in line for some beers. <laughs> I think uh, the, the thing for me that's coming up that's very exciting that I haven't done two years almost uh, is a full week of vacation. Oh! So I have that coming up uh, the first week of May. Uh, I do have a friend coming to visit, so that'll be exciting. I'm going to try to get out. Like I said, we're going we're gonna to visit some national parks. We're going to get up, if you will. We're going to have a good time, hopefully get some good beers, and just uh, enjoy life. Just vibe. Straight vibes. That is uh, really what I would like to do. I'm, we're going to go up to San Francisco at some point during that trip, so I will be doing my best to try to. I, I'm actually also going up to uh, a little town west of Sacramento where our aunt lives in a few weeks to help celebrate her birthday. Oh. The big 70s. Shout out, Aunt Chris. Yep. Shout out. And there's a little brewery up there that we like called Blue Note. Oh, girl. Speaking it into existence, I will be up there. I will be giving a full review. It's been a while. God, I I would... Do you know how much money I would give to be there with you again, Jake? Jake, can just you to be, uh, just to, oh, fuck. can you mail some of their beers back to me legally? Of course. Um, I will do my best. Uh, that's that's on the radar. Um, again, I'll report back when right back on uh, on this this here little show that we have going on, and uh, you know I'm just excited uh, with what the future holds. It's uh, it's an exciting time. It's uh, it's about to be summer. It's about to be beautiful here in California for a few months. Vaccine and, season. Uh, Vax- vaccinated girl spring is upon us. Hell yeah, <laughs> Alex. Anything from you? Um, just just getting the vaccine. That's really it. Can't wait for it. I will be drinking tomorrow night to commemorate. Um, and and that's like that's really it. I there's nothing really I'm trying to do. I would love to get to Trace at some point here soon. Um, everything's open um, without having to order food, which is truly lovely. 
Um, so yeah, no, just um, just continuing the vibes. Vibes are good. Vibes are strong. Vibes are both. All right. Well, let's uh, let's raise a glass at this point. Jake, Alex, thank you again for another week of God the weekly recap. Uh, cheers, and uh, we'll see you next week. And welcome to the end of the podcast. You made it this far, so why not go and follow us on social media? At The Weekly Recap on Instagram. At The Weekly Recap 1 on Twitter. Or email us at theweeklyrecap1 at gmail.com. Hold up. 